This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday. Uh, we have a very fun interview later in this episode with Bershawn Shaw, brand new friend of Unreal Hustlers of New York City, who we sort of heard about in the most recent episode, but we're like fully meeting her on tomorrow night's episode. Um, so it's like a, a perfect little, you know, get to know you moment with Bershawn before she gets thrown to the wolves. Yes, and she is very fun and a lot of energy and an all-around good time, I would say. It was really fun talking to her. So I'm excited to see her on the season, actually, like, interacting with the women. I have to say, she has one of the most um, upbeat social media presences of anyone (laughs) I can think of. Like, every, every post, every comment I see from her, she's just, like, hyping someone else up. And I'm like... Honestly, I don't know how she does it, but I appreciate that energy because I could never. (laughs) I mean, you know, what's funny is that type of energy you can for some people can be like, oh, they're just like behind the keyboard, like one of those. But like, that's her like in real life. That is she's she's 500 percent like that. Meanwhile, (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile, it's just like it was just Pride weekend. So I'm like living on a iced coffee and a prayer right now. (laughs) Coffee and a prayer. I can't wait. So, Dylan, did before we get into Shaz, did you? How was your weekend? It was a lot of fun. It was it was a great time. It was it. It's you know, the New York is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's back, and it's a hundred degrees of humidity and disgusting. Yeah, I love the fact Sweat. that <laughs> when we record, I like have to turn my AC off because it like is like the fan is loud and so i'm it like is. okay we'll we'll recap shaz quickly today <laughs> yeah okay well there is something i am so excited the my, forget the actual episode itself i have to make a small plug for the title of last night's episode which is oh shawshank redemption oh, and you're right. dylan I, knows I, if I any known. human knows me the Shawshank Redemption is my favorite movie of all time. So I was like, what a fun play on words that is. I was so excited, but Wait, it didn't of, have the same meaning. Speaking of, I don't know if I just like wasn't paying attention last week, but the fact that Reza's book is going to be called Memoirs of a Gay Shaw is like oh, very funny to me. I, I, I wrote that down. I was like, that is funny. That is funny. I would, honestly, like I would read Reza's book. It'll probably be interesting. From what he was saying, and, you know, we all of these Bravo celebrities have a story to tell, whether it be, like, dramatic or whatnot, or just how they got on shows, etc. Reza has, like, a really um, 
like deep story and how and the way he's doing it is he's I love that he's interviewing like each of his friends who are with him along the way. I actually do think he his book will be good. Um, timeline wise, is it like out? Like, is it almost out? Like, I always compare to like one of the show. Been, I haven't seen any like announcements yet. I feel like yeah. Dorinda's the next book coming out. That's like in <laughs> August, but <laughs> there's always one coming down the pipeline. But yeah, and like all of their parents have like such, you know, intense stories, you know, being like refugees and immigrants and stuff. Like, it is, there is a lot going on, and specifically with him, you know, coming out in that community. So, um, yeah, like Mazel Tov to Reza because I know. Wait, when he met his ghostwriter, though, I was dying when Adam set up the Zoom and she was on like projector. So he was so excited. He was waving to the screen, but he wasn't in front of the computer. Like Adam was in front of the computer. Did you notice that? It was such like a yeah. little detail. Like it wasn't, but he was like so excited. He was waving, but like she couldn't see him, like just because she was big on the wall. That was just something, you know, just a little laugh throughout shots. <laughs> Okay, well, now that we've gotten the laughter out of the way, we have some more oh. intense intense topics. Um, so obviously after Destiny's Halloween party, there is, you know, some damage that's been done. And really the entire group is stressed about the dynamic between Mike and Destiny because obviously it didn't end well at the Halloween party, but it really is like, you know, Nima says that he's noticed it ever since he kind of came into the group that like, there's this distrust there. Like they just aren't really ever, you know, on the same page. And I feel like I, I need, I guess I'm interested to see where it goes after this week because they do sort of, you know, have a little bit of a truce at the end, but I, I just feel like they are not each other's kind of people, you know, like I think Mike is, I think Mike is a nice guy except for when he's not. And (laughs) I think yes. like, I think he, you know, just, I think he and Destiny just don't click. So I'm interested to see kind of how they try to respect each other more going forward, but I just don't ever see them being like tight. Yeah. And that's fine. I feel like at this point for each show, there's one of those, fr- those two friends where we're like, they're just not meant to be friends. Like in these two aren't, but they are trying to work it out. But you know what, when Golnessa and Destiny met, I found that very, um, interesting because Golnessa was actually like being real with destiny and she's like why mm-hmm. are you trying like why do you care why mike is a cheater he's a cheater why are you letting that affect you you know like why what's going on like there's something deeper and Golnessa was like why is everyone just trying to bring out people's like bad sides and i was like i really like that Golnessa was doing that because she's kind of like just like it's one thing to care about your friends, but it's like, stop trying to let it, what they do affect you negatively. Right. I, I, yeah, I kind of have like mixed feelings about this whole conversation because I agree that you shouldn't let whatever your friend is doing in their relationship, like get to you. Like, yeah. But I also think like, if I was friends with someone who was constantly like cheating in their relationship or something, it's not that I would like let it get to me like on a personal level, but I would feel like uncomfortable. Like I would probably like call them out and be like, yeah, like get your shit together. Like if you can't get it together, like just be single. So like, I, I feel like it's like, I understand why destiny like 
gives a shit but at the same time it's like you should still be able to enjoy your halloween party like why are you letting it kind of ruin your whatever but then also it's interesting because Gigi clearly isn't really a fan of paulina at this point oh and my god she's you know she's still mad that paulina kind of dragged them all into it with these text messages which i understand because i always thought it was weird that paulina like reached out to the whole group of mike's friends and was like, Mike has been sending these text messages. And so I think it's like, I think Gigi is like being a little aggressive with Destiny. But then I also understand like why Paulina like isn't, you know, like yeah. I would, I was not a fan of some how Paulina handled it. So, well, and it was also funny. It's like she kind of, Gigi kind of also answered our question from last week. Remember, I, I kept like something. Like that friendship with Destiny and Paulina just wasn't clicking mm-hmm. for me. And then Gigi was like, and why are you re- like, you guys are, she literally right. was like, you guys are not friends. And I was like, thank you. There's something right. not I, right. I really, it really, I feel like Destiny just knew that she didn't, you know, she wanted basically to be like against Mike. And so she automatically was like, yeah, like Paulina's my girl. Like I love her. And it's like, I feel like that's a very convenient friendship for her. You cannot trick the Bravo community. The second Paulina stepped foot into Destiny's house, I was on like high alert. I was like, something is not right. No, it's like, you got it. <laughs> it's giving um like Portia and Fallon allegedly being close friends. And then six <laughs> months later, Portia's like, I don't know her. <laughs> I'm going to date her husband. Um, well, <laughs> MJ has this little girls night. Of course, we love our little like boys night, girls night. It's like um th- th- last night reminded me of like the movie Grease. It was like the T-Birds and um the Pink Ladies. Oh, yeah. That's what was going on. Yeah, I literally just thought of that. It didn't, whatever. But like MJ is- So in this case, the- Destiny is the Sandra D. <laughs> <laughs> she has like this cute little pajama night where she's like steaming. She's getting ready. Her and Tommy's interactions. I I'm sorry to say it. I kind of could see a spinoff in the future. <gasps> oh, how, I don't know. How, if I, I think they could carry a spinoff. I don't think that would. I don't think that will happen for them, nah, but right. it would be entertaining. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. I feel like Tommy, we're getting more like Tommy and MJ like shenanigans than we did last season. MJ was like, are you going to go say hi? And Tommy goes, no, because I don't like those people. 
And he was like, at, he was like reading it's like, a story. Look, you can do whatever yeah. you want with your animal friends. <laughs> He's so, and like, is he in some of the things being like a little disrespectful? Yeah, whatever. But he is minding his own business. He knows to keep his distance and like to just not be involved with the drama. And he doesn't whatever. He wants to hang out with baby shams. But I feel like this girl's night is kind of cute. I feel like Gigi's still like walking on eggshells a little, little teeny tiny bit around MJ. But I, I like the speed that they're going with this friendship. MJ, MJ really seems a lot more like grounded and relaxed this season. Like, I feel like she, she, I don't know if for the first time, but like definitely more than last year really wants things to go well. And so she's like actually putting in the effort to try and keep it that way rather than like, okay, like we're all getting along. So I'm going to throw this party where there's going to be drama. Like there wasn't drama at this party. It was so nice. She made a charcuterie board for each person that was in attendance. That takes a lot of dedication, like each one. So the or- so yeah so the guys are having this axe throwing night at the same time. I'm curious, how did you feel about Reza not being invited to either of the group events? To be honest, I didn't think about it until this very second. Like I did not even notice. I will say, I like Reza a lot. I don't think it wouldn't have made sense for him to be at the guys' night just because right. of you know where he's at with those friendships. Right. And to be honest, I I think. I don't know if it would have made sense for him to be at the girls night either. Like I, I don't think I don't mean this in like a rude way. I just think he is kind of like a little bit more of like a polarizing figure, maybe like a little bit, you know, like when he's paired with destiny, they're going to, you know, start some shit or like when he is with Mike, something's going to pop off. So for those two, you know, it felt like they could separate the group without Reza and actually have two pretty like drama free nights. Whereas like, I don't feel if Reza was at either of those events, I feel like things might have gotten a little bit more messy. It wouldn't have been what the point of the nights were like the, you know what I mean? The point of the nights was for relaxation, but you know what? This guy's night gave me serious. I'm making a lot of references today. Serious like Vanderpump rules vibes. It it was like a guy's night. They wanted no drama. They didn't want to just have fun. But you know what? I'm getting so frustrated each and each week because I don't know about what would you rather have Nima be at the guy's night or Reza be at the guy's night at this point. It's like Nima is not giving me anything here. He, you know, like, yeah, I miss Shervin. I wish Shervin was in it more, to be honest. I really have always liked Shervin, but Nima is just almost like trying so hard to like, Mate to be like the number one guy in the group almost or like well to he's the trying night to be like not. we see him this week trying to be kind of like the facilitator like he's the one that's yeah. like okay like mike you're upset because of destiny so we're gonna have this night to get your groove back and like th- then he's telling mike that he should reach out to destiny like to to settle things so i feel like nima wants to be kind of like the the peacemaker yeah and you know it We'll see. I'm curious in that mid-season trailer, we get some more hints of drama with him and Golnessa. And I'm curious to see how that plays out because they were not exactly getting along on the Palm Springs trip earlier this season. And I would like to see more of that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but then again, is it like, where is that drama coming from? Like, is it going to be super random because they haven't had like a relationship really already? And in the beginning of the season, 
um, I don't know. Gigi kind of was over it. She was like, leave me alone, basically. Like, let me. Let me I go. don't but know. Every time I see axe throwing on TV, like on these shows that I've still never gone axe throwing. Have you? No. Do you want to? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it could be fun, but also like. I feel like it would be like the place is probably far away and like you have to pay for it and like whatever. <laughs> like, let's just go get drinks, you know? <laughs> I, you know what, Dylan? I'm down for that. That's fine. And we can like, like bring I don't want to go with us. I don't want to go to some like corner of Brooklyn because that's where the axe throwing place is. And then we do it for 30 minutes and it's not that fun. Yeah. Did you just hear what I said? That sounded like actually psychotic and i was like you can go get drinks and just and just bring axes with us like nope that was supposed to be a joke but (laughs) (laughs) okay so so we so when rez is doing his interview with destiny for the book she starts they bring up this situation that she had in the past where she had a stalker she says when she was in college and that it was you know a really traumatic experience for her she, you know, says she was like physically harmed. He was in all her classes. He would show up to where she like the mall where she was shopping, all this stuff. Um, and so she says that when Mike sort of got aggressive with her and was saying all this stuff in her face at the Halloween party, that it sort of brought up those memories. And it was like triggering to her being in a situation where it's like a man sort of coming at her like that. And I thought that it was really nice to see Destiny kind of opening up and sharing that I feel like sometimes destiny has such a big personality that we get a lot of like, we get a lot of like sound from her, but not a lot of mm-hmm. substance sometimes. And I, it was nice to see a little bit more like backstory of like explaining how she got to this point totally and she even said like she didn't want to go there but if that if that would help explain why she got to that place like she was going to talk about it and go there but anytime like last week with that with her and mike's fight like even then i was like something's not right like why'd she flip out like that and there's always an underlying reason and she did say that and so when her and Mike met on the beach, I think that was very much needed. I think like mm-hmm. what you said earlier, if they're not meant to be friends, they're not. But this meeting of them was like very necessary. And I think they both let out how they feel. Um, she explained to Mike about the stalker and in Mike's, obviously Mike didn't know. And he, and he wouldn't have known about that. So he did apologize, but she was like, so I just wanted you to know that that is why that triggered me. And so it is kind of, you know, sucky in any situation. One that destiny had to go through that in general, but two, like during that party and that freak out, like that she almost had to explain why she felt was behaving like that and felt that way. And that wasn't her. And there was a reason for it, but it's just so crazy mm-hmm. how like life situations affect you and, and anything right. can just kind of like set you off like that. It's really sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for her that she felt comfortable enough to explain that to Mike, because I do think, I mean, whatever, Mike can be an asshole sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I think he, he wouldn't have done something specifically to like trigger destiny in that way if he knew about that. And so I do think, you know, for their potential relationship moving forward, it's important that he now has a little bit more, you know, understanding of, you know, what she's been through as a person, where she's coming from, what, what can really like set her off. 
And yeah, I mean, the moment at the beach was nice. Again, like, I don't, I don't know where we're going from here. I don't know if I have high hopes because I do feel like destiny, even if she's like, okay with Mike, she still seems to be in this mindset of like, well, I have to defend Paulina no matter what, which it's like, okay, I guess. Um, I think she should just kind of like, let it go. But I have a feeling, I mean, based on the mid-season trailer, like, we have not seen the last of Mike and Paulina drama. So I have a feeling no. Destiny Destiny is going to have trouble sort of keeping, keeping herself out of that, you know? Because, like, I think that's the issue is, like, Mike and Paulina can have their fight, but, like, it doesn't benefit anyone to really have, like, Reza and Destiny jumping in the middle of every little argument. But they don't seem like the type of people to not. Yeah, I find it very weird because I always like take myself out of like Bravo for a second. And I'm like, wait, would I do that in real life? Like I would never get involved in one of my couple friends arguments. I find that very bizarre. Like I can't picture that happening in real life. But yeah, for it's them- like I barely even want to know that they're having the argument, let alone be involved. <laughs> like, wait. And also the scene with destiny in her car was like cute. Okay. Whatever. It went on for so long that I literally <laughs> out, uh, out loud. Like I was like, moved my mouse computer to see how long, like the, I go, wait, what is okay? Like, what is that? Why, why is this still happening? It was a, a minute too long. I think <laughs> full, a full minute. Yeah. You know, some of these little, some of these little filler scenes, it's like, okay. Like Nima cooking with his dad. It's like, okay, it's cute. But like, he goes, what's this green stuff? And the dad goes, parsley. And he, Nima goes, you got to teach me how to do this. I was like, Nima, Nima. <laughs> he does not like peel a cucumber. He's very base level. <laughs> I can't. Uh, well, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, best of luck to Destiny and the Mike on this apparent friendship that they're working on. <laughs> My, just best of luck to Mike for like, Sure. He needs he needs it. He sure. really needs to just like figure it out. Uh, okay, well don't go anywhere because we have our interview with Brishan Shaw coming up right after this. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, everyone. We are now joined by business and leadership coach, speaker, author, and of course, Real Housewives of New York cast member, Bershon Shaw. Bershon, thanks for joining us. How are you? Yes, thank you. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Happy. Yes, you guys, she has an incredible energy that we all need to take on. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, I'm I'm pushing it out there for everyone. Yes. Yeah, I'm like automatically in a really good mood. I was before, but now I'm like really excited. (laughs) Thank you. Bershon, we are so happy to get to meet you both, obviously, on this podcast and on our TV screens. Um, Tell everyone a little bit about your background and what you've done in your career to kind of lead you to this point, because I know you have a lot going on. Yeah, I have a lot. I do have a lot. You know, I call myself a multipreneur, not an entrepreneur. Um, So I guess people may not know a lot about me. I'm a two-time stage four breast cancer survivor. Um, I was given three months to live 12 years ago. I mean, it, every time I say it, I can't even wow. believe it. Um, and look, I, I, I survived it. I beat it. I'm a warrior, baby. Wow. 12 years, cancer-free, no evidence of disease. But, you know, I think that took me to um, speaking about my journey because I used to be afraid. I used to hide. So I'm an international motivational speaker. I'm a, uh, I am speak all over the world. I'm a business and life coach. I life coach everyone from celebs, politicians, and CEOs, Um I'm a CEO tech founder. I got an app coming out in July. Yes, I'm a woman tech founder. How yes. about that? <laughs> yes. Go for <laughs> women. Um, I am an author. I got a, another book coming out. I'm in the cannabis industry. I got uh, cannabis. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I, I, I do a lot and I'm a, a real estate investor. So I own a um, couple of real estate projects. All right. Well, that's the end of our interview. So we're good to go. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That is impressive. I'm curious. I'm curious. Do you feel like any of those projects specifically like lend themselves well to what you're going to be doing now on, on Bravo and people's, is there anything you're especially excited to kind of showcase? Yeah. You know what? My app, um, (laughs) it's funny. It's a mental health app, (laughs) right? So but, it, but it's dealing with real issues, right? So we don't mm-hmm. deal with the real issues of depression, of anxiety, of stress, of loneliness, of our finances. Like to me, we everything is a front. We put up this big front for TV, for Instagram, for Facebook. But what about the real stuff that we're going through? What about real issues? Like I'm broke or, you know, real stuff, you know, I'm lonely, my mom died or I'm doing drugs, I'm addicted to alcohol, like real issues. So. It, it, we sometimes don't get me wrong. I always tell the people I'm a life coach, right? But I don't get it all wrong. I'm not this Mother Teresa Gandhi person that you know. Look, I sometimes curse like a sailor. You know what? I sometimes <laughs> I, I do a lot of things, but what I try to do is motivate people, take them from where they are to where they want to be in a better space. So I think this mental health app it's good because you know I'm on a show with ladies who are dealing with a lot internally, externally. And I think, you know, people need an outlet. 
And I, look, Elon Musk said a year ago, I need a place to go online and just speak my truth and not feel like I'm judged or embarrassed. And that's what You Are a Warrior is. It's an app to help you get through peer-to-peer support or with a coach. You you just, not you seem, you definitely are just like a go-getter. And I feel that you're that type of person where you have an idea and you just do it. Yes, <laughs> Which seems so simple, but but you really do. And it's really motivating oh. to, to now like speak to you. But speaking of the housewives, how did you end up in the world of Real Housewives? And were you approached about doing the show prior to this season? So, so good point. No, I mean, I sort of, you know, I've been in the Bravo world. Um, I guess Bravo came to me or a production company and producer came to me for another show. It was going to be like, I was going to be the, the talent, like the coach on the show. And, you know, it was good. Like I met the Bravo execs. Everyone was cool. They treated me well. And I think they just kept my information for, for this show. You know, look, I'm loud, big personality, you know, boisterous. Some may like me, some may not. Hey, I may not be your couple tea, but Hey, I'm me. You know what I mean? So I, I say I'm real and I'm authentic. So you have to love me or hate me. That's it. Some people may not <laughs> like the truth. Yeah, I would love to see that Bravo Rolodex and who's in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be honest, I feel like if you have a personality where everybody is going to love you, that pro- you're probably not meant to be on a show like Real Housewives because you gotta you gotta cause some conversation. You know, you gotta get in there and mix it up. Yeah, and, and you're right. So, I mean, that's what it's about, mixing it up, right? I mean, if we were all the same, it would be boring. I mean, each one of us are so different, right? I mean, from Ramona to Luann, Sonia, Leah, you know, and Ebony, we're all different. That's what I love. We're pushing boundaries and pushing conversation. And some may not like it. And some may say, yeah, girl, you're right. And some may say, you know, side eye. But hey, who can't? That's how life is, right? Totally. They're all going to talk right. about you anyway. <laughs> They're going to talk about you anyway. I'm curious, you were talking about with the mental health app, you know, that's kind of plays into themes that we see on the show, but also with your work as a business coach, some of the women on the show have maybe some, some interesting business backgrounds to say the least. Did you ever want to go into coaching mode when you were around the group or do, do they not, were they not paying you enough for that? <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> the, the latter is true, <laughs> but you know, what? you know what it is. You're you're absolutely right, um, and you will see in a scene that, you know, even as a coach, you you try to do things, and I know how to get my clients and move them. But what you realize is that they're not your clients, and you're just meeting them. So it was a learning experience, even for me, because what we do as people, what do we do? We judge, right? We go in and judge people. We go in and look on comments, and we judge her, and and then they're totally different or we think one way and we're wrong. So I think that is what I learned as a coach. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. Everyone's different. Get to know them individually. That was the learning experience for me as a coach. Yes, big time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so like, like, intru- <laughs> I'm so excited to see you um, on on the show, you know? Thank you, please put it out on Twitter. Please say, please, please support my fans. <laughs> Go on Twitter and say whatever you need to say. Thank you. It's interesting because right off the bat this season with Ebony, we kind of saw that with her too, like where she was, you know, wanting to give Sonia some legal advice and all this stuff. And I feel like it is, it's tough when you go in with such an established business presence and, you know, you have this 
wealth of knowledge that it's like you sometimes you have to take that hat off and just be like the girl that's hanging out with the group yeah no that's a great one right because you don't want to seem like okay we're in an office and I'm coaching you or you know okay I'm giving you advice so I had to learn and then I took the hat off and then the hat just threw it all over the place and then it went wild and crazy <laughs> you're gonna see <laughs> I took oh, that a long way off right so then I think you really learn um, and you get to know the ladies, right? So I had to get to know the ladies because you first yeah. come in, you don't know them and you're like, uh, what the hell is going on? I <laughs> know <laughs> we've actually pointed that out a few times with Ebony because she is the newest on the show. Like you can see her face in certain scenes where she's like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Like uh, it's like her first reaction to seeing certain things on the show where like we've been watching them forever. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's exciting to see people's first reactions to these women, but. And, and, yeah. and I think it's good. I mean, look, a breath of fresh air is always good. I'm sorry. No, in anything, I don't care this show, whatever. I mean, you want to see a new perspective, new ideas, a new way of looking at yeah. it, a new thing, right? Because just in, even all these scripted shows on TV, HBO, right? They get old and you, it gets tired. You want to see a new idea and um, kudos to Bravo, black girl magic, yes. right? bringing in some, Yeah, you know, I love that. Did you, I'm yeah. curious, did you watch much of the show before and so did your first impressions kind of surprise you of any of the women when you met them? Oh, that's a good one. You know, I did watch the show, but I I, I didn't want to binge watch, right? I didn't because then you know what you do? You start putting yourself in, okay, I should be like this because Song is like this and Ramona's like mm -hmm. this and everything. So they need this. I, like, I wanted to go in as real as possible. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. the more you, you believe me, your mind tries to fit in. You know what I mean? That's just human behavior, right? You like even with friends, you'd be like, okay, this is the loud one. This person smokes weed. This, I mean, you know what I mean? Right. This person's low key. <laughs> this, you know what I mean? Like you get all that, and then you even so, I didn't want to do that. Totally. Yeah. You know what's so funny that you just mentioned before about reality TV and and shows that are written last week on the MTV Awards. Nikki Glaser said that I saw this clip online when she was like. Everyone complains that reality TV is fake, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you're you watch shows on HBO, et cetera, that are written for you. So like reality TV is real, you know, like there's there's it's funny that comparison. But yeah, I agree with you where you, you should you did go in and was yourself and where there is no like pre notion of what the women were like, really. Yeah. And I think I mean, hey, it got me in a lot of. SH1T, but <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you know, but, but I think, I think because you know what I mean? I went in as real as possible. These are like my friends. These are, you know what I mean? Because I didn't want to go in fake and trying to be someone and right. trying to be snooty and trying to be, no, I'm me, you know, it's, it's, I'm as real as they come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. I mean, I like it. That's me. I know. So in your career, obviously, you're used to being on stage in front of audiences, having the spotlight on you in that way. But being in front of, you know, reality TV cameras, was that a really different experience for you? And was there anything that kind of surprised you about just the process of filming? You know, that didn't surprise me because I was on a show, too, before Love in the City on Oprah Winfrey Network. Okay. I mean, it didn't. Mm -hmm. fall. I mean, that was a show like supposed to be like a sex in the city for black women. I mean, it didn't last. It was soft. They said it was too soft. You know, it wasn't enough fighting and carrying on and crazy, you know. But um, 
No, I don't think the, the, the cameras didn't bother me. You know, I guess it was the, the dynamic, like a new person. Think about you're going to school and you're the new person in school, right? And everybody's mm-hmm. sitting together, you know, just say Kelly and Reed are here, Jack and Jeffrey, you know, and you're the third grade coming from West Virginia to Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Like you're the new girl. So, you know, but, but I do think I love production. Production was great. And um, so I got in, I felt good. And it was just weaving my way through, getting to know the ladies. Totally. Well, we are excited to see you weave your way through on this season. Um, But we want to play a little game with you now to get a little little feel of where you're at with some of your Roni co-stars. So the game is called, Who Would You Choose? And for each question, you're going to tell us who in the cast you would pick for that category. So first of all, which lady would you take business advice from? Yeah, can it be two? Sure. Sure. Okay, Ramona, Sonia. Okay. Okay. Whose closet would you raid? (laughs) (laughs) Whose closet would I raid? Uh, Maybe, guys, see, it's two. Maybe... Uh, Ebony Sonia. Okay. Eb- we See, Sonia's definitely all the tags on it, so that it's probably all new stuff. <laughs> yes, 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 so I like all the new stuff, yes. And Ebony brings fashion, too. She brings fashion, so yeah. Who, who would you yeah. trust to plan your next vacation? So they're picking out the hotels, the restaurants, all of that stuff. Ramona. Everyone has said Ramona. <laughs> Everyone from Real Housewives in New York that we've talked to has always said Ramona for that. Yeah, yeah. Who would you want to cook you dinner? Ooh, who's a good? I think Luann. I agree. I, th- I think Luann likes Luan to cook. Luann can be in the kitchen. I think she likes to cook. Yeah. Okay, who would you take relationship advice from? No, no. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, sometimes it just doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> Look, love the girls. I'm not sure I will take relationship advice from any of them. I, I don't think... I, 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 I can't. Get- I feel like for this season, I feel like I would go with Ebony. Oh, for okay. relationship I mean, advice. I think none, I think no one is the right answer. Or maybe none. I don't know. But Ebony, I don't know. Maybe it is because she's fresh, or because she like made the right decision. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, Who would you let? Decorate- I don't think I would take relationship <laughs> advice from anybody. <laughs> Who would you let decorate your house? Ooh, Ramona. The woman mm-hmm. has taste, you know, love, lover or hater. Yeah. She, she loves nice things. She does have taste. She does have taste. Yeah. Okay. She and last question, which housewife from another city would you choose to join the New York cast? Margaret Josephs. I had, a, I, love her. I had a feeling. I know you love Margaret. I love her. I think she's real. She's fun. She's interesting. I love her. I love her. Totally. I would not be opposed to that. Oh yeah. That would be good. Right. Okay, so let me ask so you good. guys a question. If you did, how about this? If you didn't see me in New York, where would you where would you see that I fit in? Where where would you think I fit in? Each one. I have my answer. Oh, go. Okay, you, Bari. I was honestly going to say Beverly Hills. Oh, okay, okay. Tell me why. I feel like you have a like a good energy. And because you are like classy and fabulous, but I feel like you're very like you're high energy compared to that cast. So I feel like you would definitely bring something to them. I don't know. I really just like it popped into my head like instantly. 
Well, you know, the funny thing is I'm buying something in Beverly Hills. So that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. I just manifested it. I, I just know, manifested, you manifested it. it. There it is. I know. What if the housewife <laughs> was on two shows? Would that be interesting? I've never they've seen tr- it. They've wanted to do that before. <laughs> yeah. I f- or maybe like we thought about it. I just like made that up that Bravo thought about it, but it was really us. But <laughs> you two thought about okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, Dylan, where would you say? I was going to say Potomac because I feel like there's a lot of big personalities. And so. I feel like you would get along with some of them and you wouldn't get along with some of the other ones, but that's obviously the best TV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Do you know any of the other housewives yeah. from either of those franchises? Yeah. 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 I know. I know all of Potomac, except probably the new one, the new ones. Well, I actually met the new one, Mia. So I do, I did meet her. So maybe I know them all now. I know them all in Potomac. Um, Beverly Hills only know one. Garcelle. I mean, I'm, I don't know. Well, Garcelle's the best, so. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, exactly. Amazing. Oh, well, Bert Labor, yeah. Vershawn, this was so fun. Thank you so much for stopping by to chat yeah. with us. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, but just so you know, I want everyone to go sign up now because we're getting we're getting all kind of gifts away to www. The letter U, the letter R, the letter A, warrior. W-A-R-R-I-O-R.com. Let me say it again. Okay. www. The letter U, the letter R, A, warrior, W A R R I O R.com. And please, everyone, follow me on social, Bershawn Shaw, and tweet about me. I'm coming soon. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are so excited to see the rest of the season with you on it. And we're so yes. glad that we got to get to know you a little better. And I can't wait for everyone else to do the same. Oh, thank you so much. You too. Thank so you. Cool. Bar- Barry and Dylan, let's do it again. Great. Thanks, Bershawn. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.